Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Welcome back. It's the final episode of the Best 17 series. Make sure if you don't already to go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Big Les's League. Uh, growing substantially on the Instagram as well. So make sure you go ahead and give that a follow, Big Les's League. We're also growing the TikTok at the moment. Uh, but Spotify and Apple Podcasts getting more listens by the minute. It's been a really good start to the year, so make sure you go ahead and contribute to that uh, by following uh, the TikTok and going ahead and subscribing to the Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. We are on all podcasting platforms, so make sure you go ahead and subscribe on all of those. But we are going to be going through the Melbourne Storm, the Brisbane Broncos, and the Penrith Panthers. I've made sure that I've been keeping it uh, very interesting for you guys. Uh, to end the series, ending on a really high note by going through some pretty successful teams in our competition, making it very, very interesting. We'll start off with the Melbourne Storm. They've obviously been known of late to have a really poor depth in the forward pack. I've gone ahead and really thought about this for a long time when putting this 17 together, and I've put together the best forward rotation off the bench that they can possibly have. I haven't included Howarth. Because in the trials and uh, in a few games in New New South Wales Cup, in first grade, he's more of a back row center for me. And I feel like they've got too many back rowers in their squad. And they've got Nelson, who is developing into a back rower as well. They obviously can't afford to play him there at the moment. They sort of transitioned back into the middle. But on a whole, when you look at their entire squad, most of their squad in terms of the forwards are back rowers. Um, they don't really have too much depth in the middle. And I think they need a little bit more depth in the middle if they want to be successful this upcoming season. Uh, it's going to be a very hard year for them competing with some of the top-notch forward packs like your Brisbane Broncos and your Penrith Panthers especially. Um, but we're going to be reading through this 1-17. to 17, And after I read it out, you're going to realize how good this forward pack is considering they don't have too much depth in the middles. I've really gone hard uh, with this bench rotation as well, and I put together the best possible forward pack for the Melbourne Storm going into the 2024 season. So we'll start off with the fullback position. It's an obvious lock for me. Ryan Pappenhausen, been very unlucky with injury over the past few years. Hopefully, knock on wood, we get a real injury-free season for Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, That would be the best possible outcome for the Melbourne Storm as well. They've definitely missed him over the past few years, particularly in big moments in finals uh, and things like that. They've definitely missed a guy like Ryan Pappenhausen, who just provides the X factor, the go-forward that this team needs. So Ryan Pappenhausen, he is at fullback. I've got Xavier Coates and Will Warbrick on the wings. Um, obviously, again, two locks in this team. Will Warbrick has really come out of his shell uh, throughout that 2023 season, a real talent. Uh, and I think that he has pretty much locked in his uh, wing spot in this side. Xavier Coates is the same. He's locked in his spot on the wing. I don't think there's too many guys competing over those two guys, Xavier Coates and Will Warbrick, for those wing spots. Now, this is where it gets interesting, the centers. There's a lot of rumors that Nick Meany will be playing center. So I've got him at left center. I thought that the best work that he did in 2023 when he was at fullback was down the left-hand side. He'll also be partnered up, I believe, with Will Warbrick on that left-hand side. 
uh, which will be a nice little combination there as well. Uh, Nick Meany, he's got a lot of X factor in his game. He's got a lot to his game as well. He can provide a short kicking game uh, and a really crisp passing game there at center. Uh, I think that if they bulk him up enough, he'll be a really good center or at least a makeshift center for this team. So Nick Meany is at center at the moment for me. Now, my other center is a bit controversial. A lot of people would have been going with Remus Smith. I feel like at the moment, he's a little bit too injury prone, and I just haven't been seeing the best footy from Remus Smith at the moment, whereas the makeshift guy that's come in a few times and done a really good job, Marion Seve, I really have grown a liking to. So Marion Seve in my best 17 is my right center. He'll partner up with Xavier Coates, and that will be a really nice combination as well. Blooding a guy like Marion Seve into first grade, I think is going to be a big uh, factor for the Melbourne Storm in the centers going into 2024. Uh, he is probably one of my favorite backline players in this side, and that's saying something when you've got Xavier Coates and Will Warbrick in the team. Marion Seve, I feel like, has a really high ceiling, and I don't think we've seen the best from him yet. Uh, either. A lot of people think he's a reserve grade center and look, that's up to you. But personally, to me, I think that he deserves to be in first grade after the year that he's had for the Melbourne Storm in 2023. So he's my other center, which means Remus Smith does miss out. Controversial, I know. But again, as I said, a little bit too injury prone for me at the moment. Uh, and just not playing the footy that we know he can play Remus Smith. I'd start him off in cup and really try and get him back to his best uh, first and make sure that he's not too injury-prone <clears throat> injury for first grade. Now, going into the halves, again, two locks here, um, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. Uh, Jerome Hughes, a really solid player at the moment, and his kicking game has really come through. Uh, it's something that has needed to happen for him to be successful at halfback, his kicking game. Uh, working with Peter Brain from Rugby Bricks has really helped him uh, with his game in the number seven jersey, his kicking game, his passing game. Uh, there's been a lot of factors that have been improved about his game through uh, training with a guy like Peter Brain. He's also trained with Cameron Munster and Harry Grant. He's actually with the West Tigers at the moment, I believe, but he has been uh, with the Bulldogs as well. And I think he had a little stint with Parramatta. He's been around to a few NRL clubs, uh, working with the halves and the spine, but also with the rest of the team on passing, offloading, uh, goal kicking as well. Uh, he is really good with some of these younger guys, um, especially with Jerome Hughes. Um, he's really helped Jerome Hughes improve his game. And Jerome Hughes has been outstanding over the past two years. He's definitely been one of the top five, maybe even top three halfbacks in the competition in form. Uh, Cameron Munster, I need to see a little bit more from him in 2024. 2023, uh, towards the back end of the year and after Origin was very quiet for him. I'd love to see him lift in 2023, uh, 2024. Sorry, uh, I want to see a big season from Cameron Munster, and I feel like we're in store for one in this side as well. Uh, I think that Cameron Munster, if Ryan Pappenhausen's fully fit and they build a little combination going down the left-hand side, uh, and he builds a combination with Nick Meaney and Will Warbrick as well down that left, and really just gets back to the basics in his game. He needs to simplify his role a little bit more. And I think that means that Jerome Hughes needs to take a little bit more control of this side, which he sort of started doing um, in 2023, which meant that Cameron Munster wasn't getting too much ball. Um, but uh, in saying that as well, I feel like Jerome Hughes needs to take charge of this side as the seven, and Cameron Munster needs to simplify his game at the six, but also 
uh, including those big plays and those X-Factor moments that we love from Cameron Munster as well, getting a little bit more involved for me is going to be a big thing uh, for Cameron Munster going into 2024. I feel like we are in for a big year from him um, going into this season. Uh, Now going into the front rowers, I've got Christian Welsh starting, obviously. He's the captain of this side. He starts uh, with Tui Kamikamika. I believe that uh, Carl Kamitha does start. Uh, a really solid front rower there, absolute unit. And you're getting, you know, a real leader in this side, a veteran in this side, starting with a young, raw, um, you know, massive and strong front rower as well who can set the tone through the middle. I think that's the best way to go in terms of starting. Uh, Harry Grant is at nine. That's a lock. Uh, one of the best hookers, if not the best hooker currently in the competition. Uh, he needs to step up as well a little bit. I feel like his form dipped a little bit at the back end of the year as well. I'd love to see a big lift from Harry Grant going into the 2024 season. Uh, he has so much potential. And uh, even when he gets into first receiver, it's very dangerous. You know, I think that he is needs to come out and have a big year as well as Cameron Munster. They're both of these guys need to have a massive year if Melbourne are to make the top eight again this season. Um, Alicia Katoa and Trent La- uh, Liero in the back row for me. Trent Liero cemented his spot. Very underrated, I believe. I think he had a big season and not too many people pinpointed it. Uh, he was massive for the Melbourne Storm last year, Trent Liero. So he uh, starts in the back row with Alicia Katoa on that right-hand side. Trent Liero on the left. That's how it was last year. That's how it is going to be in 2024. Uh, and then Sean Bloor is my 13. I feel like if he gets his ball playing really solid this season, uh, if he sheds a little bit of weight um, and really comes in strong, fit, ready to go, he's got so much X factor, so much agility, so much leg speed. Um, you know, I feel like he could play the, the perfect 13 role. Uh, I feel like he's more of a 13 than what Josh King is. And I'll tell you where Josh King uh, places in this side in a second. And I think you'll probably be able to guess since we're already up to the lock forward position in this 17. Uh, But Sean Bloor, I feel like he's more of a 13 than Josh King is and can develop into a really solid 13. I think they can build uh, a really solid, he can play that role really well in this team, Uh, Sean Bloor. Now, my 14 is Suolavi Faulogo. I believe that you can't keep him out of this side. He has been outstanding when he's come in for the Melbourne Storm. And in that World Cup, he carried that Samoan side. And you had guys in that team like Stephen Crichton, um, you know, and a bunch of other stars in that team. But he carried them to as far as they went uh, in that World Cup. He was outstanding Faulogo. And um, I believe that he's in for a big season. I think he is in this 17 because I do think it is impossible to keep him out of this side. Uh, I think we'll see a little bit more of him in the trials, which I'm very excited for. Nelson Asofa Solomona coming off the bench in jersey number 15. That way it's a little bit more unpredictable as to where he comes onto the field, whether it be in the back row or in the front row. But I believe that he comes on through the middle as an impact man. I love him coming off the bench. I feel like he's better off the bench than he is starting. Um, so Nelson in jersey number 15. In jersey number 16, we see the introduction of Joe Chan, uh, really big uh, back rower who can also play a role in the middle. You would have seen him in that New South Wales v Queensland Cup um, grand final, the state championship. He was in the other side. I forget, was it SC Falcons or something like that? It's the Mel- one of the Melbourne um, junior sides, but he was in that team uh, in the back row uh, going up against South Sydney. 
Um, he also, I think, came in one game for the Melbourne Storm at some, at some point in the year, but we haven't really seen him, um, uh, you know, frequently in first grade. I think he's only played one game, if that. Uh, but I do remember seeing him in that state championship. He's an outstanding footballer. I think they acquired him over from the Super League or maybe even from Rugby rugby Union. I think I have to double-check that one. But he's an outstanding footballer. A lot of upside to him. Someone that I think if Trent Liero or Alicia Katoa weren't in this team, he'd be starting in the back row for me for sure. An absolute weapon. Um, so he will be in jersey number 16 and again can come on either in the back row or if you need him to in the front row he's got a lot of size a lot of uh you know leg speed and agility as well in that back row spot someone that i think could really um do well um in the centers as well if they need him to go into center if there's injury um but you know i think that he's better he does his best work in the back row so i think that's where he'll come onto the park uh, or even in that 13 role in jersey number 16. And jersey number 17 is Josh King. I think that he moves into the forward rotation rather than playing the full game in the number 13. Um, so I think that that's where he plays, and I think that's where he'll do his best work. That's where he played uh, with the Newcastle Knights. That's his role in this Melbourne Storm team in the forward pack, in the front row, I should say, uh, coming on with Nelson and having a huge impact through the middle. I think these two can really create uh, a successful bench pairing, coming off the bench together and wreaking havoc through the middle, two massive forwards. And I think that's the best way for Melbourne to go in terms of their forward pack coming off the bench and their whole forward rotation. I think that's the best possible pack you could have for the Melbourne Storm. So that's my best Melbourne 17. Uh, Moving on to the Brisbane Broncos, and there's been a lot of conjecture as to how this side is going to look. Uh, A big factor about this team, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, is the exit of Kurt Catewell, who goes into uh, that left back row spot. Uh, It's a very interesting topic of discussion, and we'll obviously get to it in a second. Uh, But, you know, Kurt Catewell... He was an absolute servant for this team. Uh, Did a really good job last year. Really upsetting and very unexpected, actually, that he left. Um, I was in Bali at the time that the news report had been announced, and um, I was definitely not expecting any news like that. I thought that the rumors were all bullshit because he did have a contract with the Brisbane Broncos, but he did end up going. So it does leave the Broncos in a little bit of an awkward spot, but it it also leaves them in a spot to prepare for the future as well, which I think is something that uh, the Broncos will cherish as well. And there's a one guy that I think will really kill it in that role. uh, And he's been rumored to play in that role as well, which we'll talk about in a little while, but let's get to the rest of the 17 first at fullback. I have got Reese Walsh, absolute lock in this side. Uh, really solid year last year. Uh, a few errors in his game. If he gets those down, he's going to be one of the better uh, fullbacks in the competition if he isn't already. Him and Kalen Ponga absolutely killing it and both fighting for that Queensland jersey as well. Uh, Reese Walsh is in for a big year. I think feel like the errors in his game uh, is the only thing that he really needs to correct. Other than that, he is an absolute star um, in this team. Uh, so Reese Walsh at fullback, Corey Oates and Jesse Arthurs are my wingers. Uh, there's obviously a lot of discussion about the wingers at the moment because Selwyn Cobo has moved into the centers. I think Jesse Arthurs and Corey Oates take the spots. Corey Oates apparently has been training the house down and he's a guy that not many people should be sleeping on. He's a fantastic winger. He's been a servant to this club for a long while um, and he has been a try scoring machine and people forget as well 
when Corey Oates and Selwyn Cobo were the wing pairing for this team, Corey Oates was matching stats every single game with Selwyn Cobo, but everyone was always looking at Selwyn Cobo because he's the next big thing uh, in rugby league, and no one was really paying attention uh, to Corey Oates. So really, really strange. Uh, Corey Oates, I feel like he's going to come back into this side and remind everyone how good he really is on that left-hand side of the park uh, with Jesse Arthurs playing on the right alongside, and this is where we get to our centres. Selwyn Cobo. Selwyn Cobo, right center. Obviously played right wing in 2023. Moves into right center at 2020 in 2024. I don't think he changes sides. Uh, and then Tony Staggs, I think that means he moves over to the left, which will be really interesting to watch. Uh, it could go the other way. Selwyn Cobo could move to the left, but I feel like Selwyn Cobo did so well on that right-hand side. You'd be an idiot, really, to move him over. Uh, Tony Staggs, I feel like could play any side to a high click. He's one of those guys I feel like uh, we haven't seen the ceiling to either um, uh, Tony Staggs. So I'm really excited to see how he does go uh, this season. But I think he does move over to the left-hand side alongside Corey Oates, and they can build a really solid combo alongside as well Ezra Mam, uh, which I think will be the future combination as well, Ezra Mam and Tony Staggs, which I'm really excited to see. So Cody Staggs moves over to the left. We've got Selwyn Cobo at right center. Now the halves are locks. We've obviously got Ezra Mam and Adam Reynolds. Renault has a preseason injury, but it's something that you don't really need to worry about. Um, you know, he's been injured a lot over the past few years, particularly at this time of the year, but he always manages to get himself right for round one. So nothing really to worry about unless NRL Physio comes out and says that he's torn his ACL or done something serious, there's not really much to worry about. Knock on wood, Adam Reynolds will be fine for round one. Uh, and Ezra Mam, he's the next big thing. In fact, he's the next seven for this side for me when Adam Reynolds does retire, and they might need to go and look for another six. But uh, Ezra Mam's the future, and I'm very excited to see him go to the next level. I can't believe it was his full first season in first grade last year. Uh, he's an in- insane player, and... I'm keen to see him have another full year in first grade and really take his footy to the next level. I don't think we've seen his ceiling yet either, which is crazy. Uh, so Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds, the halves. We've got Payne Haas, and I think Fletcher Baker starts. A lot of people are against Fletcher Baker starting. And I'm not saying that Fletcher Baker is the next big thing in the front row. I just think when you're looking at how to have the best impact off the bench in this team, I think you start Fletcher Baker to get through the hard yards, to set the tone alongside Payne Haas, and then you bring some X-Factor guys off the bench to really come on uh, and shake things up around the ruck. Um, I think that's how you really get the best impact out of this side. So I think Fletcher Baker, he sets the tone, nothing too X-Factory or flashy about him. He's just a tone setter there in the front row with Payne Haas. Uh, and then you bring in guys like Ben, uh, you know, I'm not going to give away my bench, but I probably just did. Um, but, you know, you bring on some X-Factor young guys who we'll talk about in a second to really shake things up. Uh, and Payne Haas shakes things up anyway. It's Payne Haas, for God's sake. He's an absolute weapon. So uh, you've got enough X-Factor in the middle there. You don't really need too much more, especially when you've got a guy in the number 13 named Paddy Carrigan as well. Uh, those guys bring the X factor. You've got a guy like Fletcher Baker who just plays his role. You know what you're going to get out of Fletcher Baker every single week. So Fletcher Baker in the front row uh, alongside Payne Haas. We've got Billy Walters in the number nine role. I think that Billy Walters uh, has really you know, improved over the past two years, particularly last season. He was outstanding. 
Um, you know, I think replicating last year for Billy Walters will be the goal for him. Really strong year for Billy Walters in 2023. Looking for him to go again in 2024. Um, ben uh, Brendan Piakura is my left back rower to replace Kurt Catewell. Um, I've been really impressed with him and how he's come through into this Broncos lineup. Um, I feel like he can do the best in that uh, back row role. That's his actual role as well that he's been playing in Cup, uh, in Queensland Cup for a while. So, you know, moving him back onto an edge will be very interesting and I'm keen to see if he can handle it too uh, in first grade. But he's one that I'm really excited about. Young, raw uh, and great leg speed and great agility about him as well. He's one guy that is definitely a must watch going into this season. In my fantasy team, I'll tell you that for free. Uh, and Jordan Ricky on the right-hand side, I think has a lot of upside about his game as well. And, geez, hasn't he improved over the past year as well? He can take it to that next level still, I reckon, as well uh, in 2024. So I'm keen to see how he goes. Paddy Carrigan at 13, a lock in this team. Super. Um, he's been outstanding uh, over the past few years. An origin player he's established himself as. Um, and I really do think he's going to take it to the next level as well. A lot of rumors suggesting he'll move into the front row. I don't buy it. I think he'll stay at 13. I think that's his best role, and it suits this side as well, the dynamic of this team, him in that 13 jersey. So Paddy Carrigan, he's at 13. Uh, in terms of the bench, I think we really get to see Blake Moser blooded into this side. However, just recently, Tyson Smoothie was also re-signed at the club, so he could maybe take that 14. Uh, I think it will be a real real battle uh, among three guys, Corey Pakes, Tyson Smoothie, and Blake Moser for that 14 role. Uh, Billy Walters is locked into the nine. It's just the 14 role that's going to be really interesting. But if you're building towards the future, I think that Blake Moser is the guy to go for. A lot of potential in that under-19s origin game. He was outstanding as well. Uh, a lot of upside to him. He's Probably a little bit taller than your average hooker, but uh, he provides a lot of X-factor in that number nine role. A great running game and a dummy half uh, and a lot of X-factor about him as well. Great service as well as something I've noticed about Blake Moser as well. Uh, So he's one to watch for me, and I think he'll be the 14 to start the year. Uh, The next big thing out of the Broncos is Ben Takura. Uh, in that number 15 jersey. For me, he can come on and play in the middle. He is an absolute fucking brick shithouse. So, so tall. Uh, big boy with a lot of leg speed. Uh, it is just very, very scary watching this guy in cup tear, the, uh, tear other opposition teams apart uh, every single week. So, uh, I'm keen to see him come into his own in this team, but in my best 17, he's there for sure. He is the next big thing out of the Broncos, and I can't wait for you guys to see that. So, Bentakura is my 15. Xavier Willison is my 16. So raw, this guy. I love watching Xavier Willison play in this side. Uh, could play on an edge or in the front row. Very versatile in the forwards. Uh, I'm very keen to see him really come into his own in 2024 as well. I think that he'll cement a spot off the bench. And then one of the vets uh, in terms of the forwards and can also start in the front row if you want to put Fletcher to the bench. Uh, is Corey Jensen in jersey number 17. I really like Corey Jensen. I loved watching him come in a few times in 2023 and kill it. Uh, I think was unlucky with injury at some stage in 2023. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was injured for a little bit there. Um, But look, I'm really keen to see him cement a spot in this side as well in jersey number 17. I think he'll really cement a spot off the bench. But again, 
Wouldn't be surprised if he starts and then Fletcher Baker plays off the bench in jersey number 17. But I'm very keen to see how it all works out going into uh, the 2024 season, going into this next season. Uh, And then the Penrith Panthers, the last team for this series. And I'm very excited to go through this lineup because it is fucking stacked still. Uh, I said it when we were previewing this side. This team's ability to replace what they've lost. They lost Sean O'Sullivan. Uh, they got Jack Cogger. They lost Jack Cogger. Now they've got Brad Schneider and Dane Laurie uh, in this side. Like the, Their ability to just replace what they've lost is outstanding. Uh, they've also got Paul Alamotti in this team as well. Taylor May will probably come in for Stephen Crichton. We'll talk about that in a second. But they've also got Paul Alamotti as depth as well. So, as I said, their ability to just replace what they've lost is outstanding. And it's one of the best in the competition for me by far. Um, so, yeah, look, very keen to see how this side looks. But I think I've got a fair idea of how this team is going to line up going into the 2024 season. I think the bench rotation uh, is a little bit controversial, but we'll get to that when it comes. It's very similar to what the Warriors are sort of doing off the bench at the moment, but won't give too much away. Let's get into this 17. So Dylan Edwards is a fullback. Love Dylan Edwards. He's basically like a younger clone of James Tedesco. Uh, in the way that he plays, his support plays outstanding, and his recognition, some he's like his, just his knowledge of the game is really, really solid. He doesn't have the best passing game, but his running game is outstanding, and his recognition, um, you know, of where he needs to be at what time is just first class. He's one of the better fullbacks in the competition, and no wonder they're discussing him to be uh, James Tedesco's successor in State of Origin alongside Scott Drinkwater. I'm, I'm very keen to see what happens there with Origin, whether Tedesco does keep his spot or whether Dylan Edwards or Scott Drinkwater keep it. But Dylan Edwards very close to getting it as well. And no wonder he's one of the best fullbacks in currently in the competition uh, by a country mile. So Edwards is at fullback. I've got uh, Brian Toto and Sania Taruva on the wings. I think that stays the same. Nothing too much to talk about there. Brian Toto, the best winger in the comp. Uh, and then Sania Taruva really coming into his own and really making that wing spot his own. Did come out and say that he's open to playing center, which will be very interesting. Obviously played a little bit of center. I think he only played one game at center because he was injured for most of the World Cup. But I think, you know, he has played center before. He's played okay. I wouldn't say he's an out-and-out center. He's more of a fullback to me. But I think that he's better on the wing than center. I'd keep him on the wing uh, for sure. Keeping it the same as last year. Brian Toto on that left with Sania Taruva on the right. Then the centers, Isaac Targo is definitely there for me. And Targo, I think, will play on the left-hand side with Brian Toto. The right-hand side, I think, will be Taylor May and Sania Taruva. Taylor May takes that center spot because uh, that's what the rumor is at the moment. I'm not going to go against that at all. I think that Taylor May does get the spot. He looks very, very good going into this season. He's added a lot of size to his frame. Uh, I really do think that he will come in and have a big start to the year, Taylor May. But as I said, they've also got Paul Alamotti in the squad as well, which will be very interesting to see where he comes into this side. But most rumors suggest that Paul Alamotti is going to be uh, playing in the back row uh, off the bench, playing a Spencer Lenu role, but in the back row, which would be very interesting to see how that works out. Uh, but my back line is Dylan Edwards at fullback. We've got Brian Toto and Sunita Taruva on the wings, Taylor May and Isaac Targo in the centers. Targo on the left with May on the right. 
uh, then going into the halves. Obviously, it's going to be Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. And it's going to be a big lift in this team because it is Jerome Luai's last year. So, you know, there will be a big lift. The boys will want to play really hard for Jerome Luai. That is a scary thought come September as well. The fact that this team could take it to another level uh, when farewelling a guy like Jerome Luai, who's been playing in this side since he was 14 years old. So, yeah, very keen to see how, you know, they go this year. But scary to think that they can take it to another level. I'm really, really excited to see it. We are watching history, so sit back and enjoy it. Nathan Cleary, best halfback in the comp at the moment, one of the best players in the competition as well. Um, looking to see him go to another level. We haven't reached his peak yet. We haven't reached his ceiling, which is very scary. And I'm keen to see us get closer to that um, as he you know, progresses through his career. I think it's a big year for Nathan Cleary as terms, in terms of rep football and how he goes in rep footy. Uh, obviously, a lot of people still have their conjecture and the opinion that he isn't is unproven in the rep arena. I don't agree with that whatsoever. I think that... You know, he has had some big games for the Blues in some stages where they had those game breakers like Latrell and Tom Shrovich who would just break the game out of nowhere. And he was obviously a big part of that as well. He still had big games where he was running 150 to 200 meters a game. His kick meters was always high, but people were always, um, you know, because he didn't have the big moments, were, you know, doubting him in rep football. I feel like he might have a few big moments this season, Depends uh, depending on how Madge McGuire builds this origin side. Be very, very interesting to see how Nathan Cleary goes in that arena this season, but I feel like he's going to take it to that next level and potentially uh, make a name for himself in origin. So keen to see how he goes, Nathan Cleary, but it is Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai in the halves. Moses Leota and James Fisher-Harris in the front row. Obviously, don't need to talk about that much. The best one-two punch in terms of front rowers in the comp. It's the best front row pairing in the competition, these guys are just relentless, absolutely relentless. And uh, so they work so well together. They definitely, you know, will be one of the better, you know, front row pairings ever that we've ever seen to in rugby league. I think uh, by the time it is all said and done for them. So as I said, we are watching history with this team. Uh, so don't, you know, don't not look away. Make sure you enjoy it. Make sure you enjoy the history that this side is making. Uh, Mitch Kenny at nine. I really like Mitch Kenny. I think that he's coming to his own as well. He's really made that nine jersey his own. Uh, I'm keen to see him do that more in 2024. Uh, Liam Martin and Scott Sorensen in the back row. I think Scott Sorensen's locked in that starting spot. A lot of people say that he's better off the bench, and I somewhat agree. But I think he has made that starting spot his own now. So um, I think he keeps that starting left back row spot with Liam Martin on the right. Uh, and then we've got Isaiah Yo at 13, the best lock forward, I think, in the competition. His ball playing is elite, and then every factor of his game is just getting better as his career goes on. So uh, keen to see him have another big year. Uh, in terms of the bench, my 14, and this is controversial because a lot of people have Sonny Luke or someone else in that 14 jersey, like Dane Laurie even. I think it's going to be Tyrone Peachy. I don't want to see Mitch Kenny playing 80 minutes. You got a guy like Tyrone Peachy who can come in anywhere in the forwards if Mitch Kenny does play the full 80, or at hooker if Mitch Kenny maybe only wants to play the 55, 60 minutes in the in the game. So uh Ty, having a guy like Tyrone Peachy on the on the bench, I think will be very handy for the Panthers. I think that's the way that they should go. Peachy at 14. Uh he is one of the older guys, but 
you only gain experience from Tyrone Peachy. I think that he, ever since he's come into this Panthers side, has been outstanding. So he could come in and play in the centers and on, on you know, in the back line as well if there's injury. So as I said, having a guy like Tyrone Peachy on the bench, very handy for this side. I think that Paul Alamotti gets jersey number 15 if he doesn't start in the centers. Uh, as I said, the rumor is that he's playing a Spencer Lenu back row type role where he comes in and makes a huge difference uh, on an edge for this side, which I really like. I'm keen to see how that sort of works out. But uh, I think Paul Alamotti then does get jersey number 15. And if, even or if Tyron Peachy does go into the hooking role, Paul Alamotti could even come in and play in, at 13 too in this side. So... Uh, look, very keen to see how Paul Alamotti is used in this side. Maybe he does start in reserve grade. I'm not sure. Um, but I think that Paul Alamotti de- definitely does get a crack in this 17. I think that he is jersey number 15, similar to how the Warriors use their bench. Now, jersey number 16. Are they going to go for a little bit of a different approach this season? Liam Henry is the guy that I think will cement a spot in this side. Really solid front rower. He's come in a few times, uh, especially that game, I think, against the Cowboys where they had a pretty much reserve grade lineup and still managed uh, to look really, really crisp. I think that he'll come in uh, and do a real number uh, coming off the bench, a really solid uh, front rower. I think a front rower of the future for this team. Post uh, Fisher Harrison Leota, I think will be the next big front rower out of Penrith. So Liam Henry, one to watch. And then Lindsay Smith in jersey number 17. He has really improved in 2024. So uh, in 2023, sorry. So 2024, I think he's going to go to that next level coming off the bench. I can see him playing more minutes as well. Obviously started for Moses Leota as well. So keen to see if that happens, uh, you know, at stages during the year to give Leota a little bit of a rest. Um, but Lindsay Smith, as I said, come, came into his own in 2023. I think that he'll have a big year in 2024 as well, but that's how I see my Panthers side looking. As I said at the start, make sure if you don't already subscribe to the YouTube, it's going to be a big year for Big Les's leg. I can feel it. Um, and especially on the YouTube front, we're going to be more active on the YouTube. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe to Big Les's League. Make sure you don't miss out on any content. Make sure you go ahead and follow the TikTok, Big Les's League, the Instagram, Big Les's League. Make sure if you don't already as well, to subscribe to the BTFU YouTube because I'll be on BTFU yet again in 2024 uh, to do some betting content and also some rugby league content apparently as well. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that works out, but I know I'll be doing the betting side of things. So really exciting times coming for Big Lizard's League and for BTFU while I'll be on BTFU. Uh, so make sure you subscribe and follow them on Instagram as well. Uh, and look, make sure that you don't miss any Big Lezzers League content. And that includes on the podcast as well. Subscribe to the Spotify, the Apple podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow me on there and I'll see you guys in the next one. Wait.